0: this podcast is a production of wcwp liu post public radio check out our lineup of original programs listen live or support by visiting wcwp.org
1: hello and welcome to wcwp liu post radio This is 89.7 FM, and you're listening to The Poet's Corner. I'm your host, Rich. Here with me is my co-host. Julian Wilson. And we have a great show for you today, guys. Yes, we do. All right. Now, we have two topics. Mm -hmm. Our first is how people perceive poets. Yes. And poetic imagery. Yes. So, let's start with the first topic. Julian,
0: what do you think of when you hear the word poet? Um, when I hear the word poet, I think of a landscape and somebody has the paintbrush and they're just, they're just, um, painting words on a canvas. You know you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They're painting their personal picture of the world.
1: Hmm. How about you? Right. Well, when I hear the word poet, I think of, I think of all the poets I know, like Jive Poetic or Andrea Gibson. Ooh. People that have good. made... People that have made an impact on me. People that I've seen at, uh, at the New Yorican Poets Cafe.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, which is a place we should go there at some point, man. I really got to show oh, absolutely. you. Absolutely. That would be awesome, man. It is like one of the most known centers for poetry wow. in, in the world, pretty much. I think it's in like the top five places. The top five, really? For a spoken word. I know definitely in America. Right, right. But in right. the world, I'm not sure. Definitely in New York, it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, definitely in New York. It is in Manhattan. It's in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe on Wednesday nights, it's it's open mic night. Awesome. You, you go in after like 8 or 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. You pay, I believe it's $10 entrance. Well, that's it? Yeah. Well, and you know, we can... should go. I know. <laughs> we need to arrange a trip one of these days. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But Julian, the question I asked you, I was thinking more along the lines of, mm-hmm. of of an actual person. Ah, uh, like when someone tells you, you know, do you know any poets? Like,
0: right, right. What comes to your mind? What comes to mind? The first person I think of is Langston Hughes. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go on. He, he his poems are very creative. I forgot which one. I forgot which one came to mind, but there was a couple of words in one of them. They would just—they just spoke to me, you know. Uh huh. And he's—he's he's definitely one of my favorite poets. I'd nice, say.
1: nice. Yeah. I, <laughs> Thanks. I, I have also read some great work by Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I did not bring any with me today, but uh, right. you can <laughs> count. Inco- but you can count on it next show.
0: Awesome.
1: You can count on it next show.
0: Awesome. All right. All
1: right. Now, what do you think most people think of when they hear the word
0: poet? I feel like. Hmm. That's a good question, Rich. That's a really good question. I think when people hear the word poet or the term poet, I feel like they. Hmm. I'm not. Hmm. That's a really hard question. Hmm. Actually.
1: Well, the reason I'm asking is I feel like the the view of what a poet is mm-hmm. has been somewhat by education. I I feel exactly the same way. And I'll elaborate. Right. Because in high school, for example, or even earlier, like in middle school, Mm -hmm. the first poets we are exposed to could be people like Shakespeare, for example. Right. and, And Maya Angelou. Not that that's bad. Right. It's not bad at all. But it's like it forms a tendency to think that poets are older people. Yes. Reading generally boring poetry. Yes. I mean, I don't think that...
0: Right. That, no, I don't think those boring at all. Boring. But yeah.
1: That but I, I've met a lot of people who just, they hear those names
0: and they become disinterested. Yeah, I feel like it, it, it turns some people off in, in, that, in that regard. And it, it, it's honestly a shame because poetry, it's awesome, you know? Poetry it, is a way of expressing oneself. And I feel like earlier on it takes a craft when people hear the names of Shakespeare and... Um, you know, re- more relatable names like that. I feel like they associate that with, you know, boring things, and that's not what poetry is. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Those forms of early poetry, you know, they were they had a different feel to them. But these yeah. days, these days, contemporary poetry is a whole different ball game.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely, it's
1: a whole. It's a whole different thing. Absolutely. Now, I have another question for you yes uh, did this show in mm-hmm. in any way change how you view poets
0: um i not really no no i i i had i well kind of in like like in a positive way in uh-huh. a more expansive light i would i would say mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. show is uh it kind of it kind of led me to um expand more on the world of po- poetry and so just just explore. And really? um, that's something that I wasn't finding myself doing much before, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Um, would you consider
0: yourself a poet? Yes and no. Yes, because when I write poetry, I, I clear my mind and I don't think about anything else going on in my life. I completely blank out everything and i just sit and i write whatever comes to mind and i just let it flow and if it takes me an hour if it takes me five minutes i do not get rid of it i don't make any changes and what it is and is what it is and i feel like a lot of poets do that as well um but i would say no because it's not something that i've been consistently doing um it's not my first form of expression but um it still is a way that I express myself. So I would say it is still a very important part of my life.
1: Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to ask the same question to myself. Mm-hmm. Would I consider myself a poet? I, yeah, yeah, I probably would mm-hmm. by now. I mean, I've been writing for only two years, right? I'd say like around, around, around two and a half. Right. But I, I, I'd say that in order to consider yourself a poet, it's mm-hmm. not like there's some sort of a list of qualifications. You know right. What I mean, it's like, right. if you are one of the people that partake in this art form, mm-hmm. you should be able to call yourself a poet. Huh. I think so. Yeah. I think so. As long as yes. you you write poems, you have that passion for it. Right. Th- I think that should be enough.
0: I. You know what? I think you're absolutely right. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. Because people that who take the time out to express themselves like that, it must mean a lot to them, right? Yes. So I think that's a very important thing that you just said. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, this view of poetry that so many people have nowadays, how, I wonder, how can we change that? Hmm. I mean, not us ourselves. <laughs> right. Only, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I can't enact so much change. I mean, I'm only... I'm just a sophomore in college. Yep,
0: but, sophomores, man. But maybe through more social media, perhaps. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because social media is everywhere. Everywhere. You yep. can't Pinterest, escape. Pinterest, yeah. Instagram, you have all these all these sites, man. All these all these vehicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vehicles of the media. Vehicles of the media. And that, it, it could certainly help poetry out, I believe, you know? Yeah. Um, There should definitely be more... Poetry clubs, you know, more things along that line just to make it more of a, of a, I mean, not a broader, not a broader uh, way of expression, but I just think it needs more exposure.
1: Indeed, indeed. I think that maybe if we put some more modern poets out there, Mm -hmm. like some people, as I've said before, Jive poetic, right? As an example, like for example, if if the social media could somehow mm-hmm. uh, present more of these contemporary
0: poets, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be great if that, if that happened. You know, it it would be like, like I feel like it should have happened already. But there's always there's always room for improvement, and that that would be a great first step. It would know? be, it wouldn't be. You know, there's this old
1: saying that uh, an audience of three. Mm-hmm. Is enough for a poet? <laughs> oh,
0: really? Yeah. I never heard that one before.
1: And it's. You elaborate on that? It, okay. Well, I I know for sure that the poet is some that the quote mm-hmm. is somewhere along those lines, mm-hmm. and what it means is that because poetry can be sometimes a rather obscure art form, it's it's mm-hmm. not always easy to find an audience for
0: it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. As opposed to. A garage band these days. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is there any way for poets to just, um, you know, receive more exposure than just going to like open mic nights? You think, like, because mm. I feel like that's the main, well, that's the main vehicle for poets nowadays is to go to open mic nights because, uh, usually they're are small areas, usually they have audiences. Uh, is there any other way you think that they could receive more exposure?
1: well oh i a, a great idea actually just popped mm, into my head awesome <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe if more poets were exposed on talk shows for
0: example oh yes that would be yes imagine well, if that, that's actually a brilliant idea i'm not it is lie, I, that never once crossed my mind talk shows and poets that's it's a great combination. Because think about it. Like, mm-hmm. many popular bands and artists will, yeah.
1: will randomly appear on talk shows, you know? Yeah. And that's sort of like a symbol of, like, they're, they're coming up in the world. Exactly.
0: Like, like exactly. they've
1: come to the point where they can be recognized. Exactly. By, I don't even know how many people watch the Jimmy Kimmel show nowadays. Right, right. It's probably in the millions. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the billions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Right. right. That's that's one outlet for them, you know.
0: That that's definitely a great way for poets to get out there because then that would be symbolism of them moving up in the world and then they'll be more recognizable and it won't always be about Shakespeare, you know, and etc <laughs> etc <cetera. laughs>
1: yeah. Indeed, indeed. Hmm. maybe yeah. I can pioneer
0: this movement. <laughs> oh, no. I can try. Maybe, maybe I should
1: email maybe I should email Jimmy Kimmel and tell him, <laughs> "You know what? Jazz poetic should show up on your show."
0: I feel like he would say yes too. <laughs> I I, I feel actually, like he knows the name somewhere in his mind. <laughs> he'd better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but that is one method mm. that I'm sure would work. All right. Other than that, mm,
0: definitely a great method. Perhaps perhaps through
1: YouTube? Um, well, YouTube already has a bunch of poets on it actually. Yeah actually.
0: Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I feel like poetry
1: just isn't as
0: recognized these days. Yeah. like I feel like people, which is also uh, a little bit, because um, people like, I feel like they just, they, they look for inspiration, but mm. to me, poetry is one of the greatest sources of inspiration. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? I just, I feel like people are not noticing it as much as they should, because I feel like Poetry can make lives better, you know <laughs> I agree, but maybe that's just me maybe that's just me being biased, but <laughs> i'm not I'm not trying to be I'm just saying like it's it's great, it's great,
1: no, it's true, it's true <laughs> because i because I'm yearning for the day where I can walk up to a random person right on a college campus, maybe and say. Hey, uh, have you have you listened to to any poetry lately? Do you yeah do you do you know a poet that you may like? That'd be an awesome conversation too. You yeah, know, it would be, it would be. And I'm not expecting the person to be like, oh, well, actually, no. You see, these are my top ten, and you know, these right. Are like, I'm not expecting people to become experts. Mm-hmm. I right. just want it to be like a common thing. Like, for example, yeah. if you if you walk up to a random person and say. What's a band you've listened to recently? Right. Everybody will have an answer. You know everybody. Know what I mean? Yes. Yes. You know what I mean, everybody will. Yes. But oh, then again, and, and, maybe this is, and maybe this is me being pessimistic. Maybe. Right. Maybe poetry will forever be that slightly obscure art form. Right. I mean, I would hope not. Right. Because it deserves more recognition than it's receiving. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't know, man. I just, I, I just don't know.
0: And you, and you see, like sometimes I would see these videos on YouTube where, like, somebody like would put up a song, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you see, like, in parentheses, it says lyrics, and then people on the comments would be like, "Oh my gosh, I like, I love this song. The lyrics, so they mean so much to me." I'm like, "Yes, but I mean, songwriting is not the only form of, you know, word expression. There's poetry, yes! which was there way before that, <laughs> you know. And it to me, it offers the same amount of, you know, like just it needs to be appreciated more, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know you can't force anybody. But it's 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 great. Like <laughs> lyrics and poetry is like they go hand in hand, you know.
1: No, I know exactly what you're saying. Because yeah. those people that enjoy mm-hmm. the impact of lyrics from songs, yeah, I feel like if I could recommend or if anyone right. could just recommend a poem to them, right, they would they might love it oh, no,
0: yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know,
1: right, right.
0: I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, <laughs> yeah. you're saying. I know. <laughs> I know. But
1: but moving on, mm-hmm. there is there is something else I'd like to discuss, which is of course related. Yes. Uh, poetic imagery. Yeah. Ooh, poetic imagery. Yep. Which is one of the strong points of poetry, which which is one of the mm. most recognizable char- characteristics characteristics of it i'd say yes i agree um, I it's agree. one of the things that are in most poems yeah it's one of the things that people think about like you know people trying to
0: paint an image with words mm-hmm. exactly what i was referring to in my in my the yeah. first question i believe you asked me yeah you know what i mean like yeah
1: hearing lines like seeing the sun rise hmm Between your eyes or something. Yeah. Something like that. Sunrise between your eyes. Exactly. (laughs) Which also brings me to the first poem of the show. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. This is a poem by Allen Ginsberg. He is a recognized figure of the beatnik movement.
0: Ah, I see. I see. Indeed. This
1: is called Sunflower Sutra. Oh, it's gonna be an awesome ride right there. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. All right. And this, and pay attention to this because mm. it paints a very vivid picture. That's why I chose it. Right. Constant imagery here. Oh, I love it. I I'll love sh- it. I'll show you. I walked on the banks of the Tinkin Banana Dock and sat down under the huge shade of a Southern Pacific locomotive to look at the sunset. Over the box house hills and cry. Jack Kerouac sat beside me on a busted rusty iron pole. Companion, we thought the same thoughts of the soul, bleak and blue and sad-eyed, surround, surrounded by the gnarled steel roots of trees and machinery. The oily water on the river mirrored the red sky. Sun sank on top of final Frisco peaks. No fish in that stream, no hermit in those mounts. Just ourselves, roomy-eyed and hungover like old bums on the riverbank, tired and wily. <laughs> Look at the sunflower, he said. There was a dead gray shadow against the sky, big as a man, sitting dry on top of a pile of ancient sawdust. I rushed up and chanted. It was my first sunflower. Memories of Blake, my visions, Harlem and hells of the eastern rivers. Bridges, clanking joes, greasy sandwiches, dead baby carriages. Black, treadless tires, forgotten... And unretreaded, the poem of the riverbank, condoms and pots, steel knives, nothing stainless, only the dank muck, and the razor sharp artifacts passing into the past, and the grey sunflower poised against the sunset, crackly, bleak, and dusty, with the smut and smog and smoke of olden locomotives in its eye. Corolla of bleary spikes pushed down and broken like a battered crown. Seeds fallen out of its face, soon to be toothless, mouth of a sunny air. Sun rays obliterated on its hairy head like a dried wire spider web. Leaves stuck out like arms of the stem, gestures from the sawdust root, broke pieces of plaster fallen out of black twigs, a dead fly in its ear holy battered old thing you were my sunflower oh my soul i loved you then the grime was no man's grime but death and human locomotives all that dress of dust that veil of darkened railroad skin that smog of cheek that eyelid of black misery that sooty hand and phallus or protuberance of an artificial worse than dirt industrial modern and all that civilization spotting your crazy golden crown and those blear thoughts of death and dusty loveless eyes and it ends with withered roots below in the home pile of sand and sawdust rubber dollar bills skin of machinery the guts and innards of the weeping coughing car mm. the empty lonely tin cans with their rusty tongues alack. Mm. what more could I name the smoked ashes of some cigar the wheelbarrows and the milky breasts of cars, the worn-out chairs and sphincters of dynamos, all these entangled in your mummied roots, and you there, standing before me in the sunset, all your glory in your form, a perfect beauty of a sunflower, Mm. a perfect, excellent, lovely sunflower Mm. existence. A sweet, natural eye to the new-hit moon woke alive and excited, the grasping in the sunset shadow, sunrise golden monthly breeze, how many flies buzzed around, buzzed around you, innocent of your grime, while you crushed the heavens of the railroad and your flower soul? Poor dead flower? When did you forget you were a flower? When did you look at your skin and decide you were an impotent, dirty old locomotive, the ghost of a locomotive, the specter and shade of a once powerful mad American locomotive? You were never no locomotive, sunflower. You were a Sunflower. And you locomotive, you are a locomotive, forget me not. So I grabbed up the skeleton thick sunflower and stuck it at my side like a scepter. And deliver my sermon to my soul, and mm. Jack's soul too, and to anyone who listen. We're not our skin of grime, we're not our dread, bleak, dusty, imageless locomotive, we're all beautiful golden sunflowers inside. We're blessed by our own seed and golden hairy naked accomplishment bodies. Growing into mad black formal sunflowers in the sunset. Spied on by our eyes under the shadow of the mad locomotive riverbank sunset. Frisco hilly tin can evening. Sit down vision. Wow. That was a long piece. Oh my gosh. That was a long
0: piece. Oh my gosh. Wow, so expressive, so beautiful. I know. So poetic. <laughs> Alan oh Ginsberg is great. Alan Ginsberg is great. That brave. was fantastic. Oh my... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The amount of expression, really? Like, that was... <laughs> that's so I'm cool. going to lend you this book. This is actually, oh, this is actually a collection
1: of his poems. called Howl and Other Poems by Allen Ginsberg. Yo, that's Howl. awesome, man. Howl is an epic poem that he did. It's one of, like... One of the most famous poems I've ever known. It's like Oh my goodness. Seven pages <laughs> of just Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a ridiculously long poem.
0: I am telling you. Wow. That but, was amazing. Yeah. The amount of expression is it's it's unbelievable. It really is. And the imagery? The imagery. Don't I, even get me started on I, the imagery. I Oh my gosh. He uses the perfect and right amount of descriptive words and adjectives and all these things. I'm like, I, I I, I can tell you're blown away right now. To be on that level is ridiculous. I know. In the greatest way possible. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh my goodness. That was great. I know. But we will
1: continue discussing this poem. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back guys. So, I just finished reading a very long poem. Very descriptive, though. Yep. A poem by Allen by Ginsberg called Sunflower Sutra. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, to say the least. It was beautiful, man. It was.
0: I was speechless. <laughs> is there one line that you can specifically remember, Julian? Um, the one line that I remember is, um, "black eyelash, the, uh, eyelashes of black misery. Wow. Very... Very awesome. <laughs> that impacted you. Yeah, nice. That that's 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 what I remember right now. Yeah, but Cause when I heard it, I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: but my point is, is imagery like that, like you cannot hear a line like that and not form some sort of image in your head, right? You right. always
0: do because I, you definitely imagined it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, I did, and it, it's uh descriptive stuff like that. Like it's awesome, like. And like nowadays I feel like people need to see pictures. But not not see it, but like read pictures almost. Mm-hmm. And it poetry is the best at doing that type of thing. I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, speaking of, did you bring any poems with you? Um I did, actually. Alright. What's the title? Um, it's called Press Release for Life. Whoa. And <laughs> And um it's mostly about uh I kinda wanted to write a poem from a point of view of somebody who has already lived life. Um, even though I'm, I'm, I'm young, I, I wanted to see if I could portray that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's why it's called Press Release for Life because press releases are mostly like what you should expect. So without further ado, um, I'm going to read it. <laughs> nice. Go ahead, man. Thank you. Welcome to life. Its beauty will bring you joy. Its ugliness will bring you strife. The good and the bad, the memories that you will have, won't cease when you're standing. And when you feel you're on top of the world, at times, you will have crash landings. That does not mean it's the end of your life or the path you will walk. It may just be the beginning, even if you start out in the dark. So please, anticipate everything. It's important not to let your guard down because if you let it slip, For just a second, your world can turn all around. But if you persevere, you will win the fight. Because life will require tunnel vision for you to see the light in sight. The end.
1: (laughs) That one line. Thank you. That life will require you to have tunnel vision so you can (laughs) see the light? (laughs) Wow, dude. Thank you so nice. I'm going to snap again for that line. <laughs> Thank you, that man. great. Thank because you so much. Because oh, my goodness. You know what I immediately thought of? Mm-hmm? About how people say, you know, like there's, you know, that
0: light at the end of the tunnel. Right, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of, too. Because it's true. It's true. You know, when people are going through struggles and they, they think that there's no hope left, there is, you know? And there's, there's always hope. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and once again
1: I, I do like your title thank you so much Press man. Relief for Life it sounds like the kind of thing that should be like broadcasted nationally like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now we bring you the Press release
0: for Life <laughs> like, I know right sounds <laughs> like an organization <laughs> it does almost oh my gosh <laughs> thank you man that means a lot thank you no I problem. think that's my favorite poem that I've written to be honest like, oh well <laughs> well it's... I
1: hope there's many more to come oh also. yes absolutely <laughs> thank you <laughs> what in particular inspired you to write
0: this piece um I think that goes to the this statement that um like family members and friends sometimes they tell me that I have an old soul mm. and um earlier I was thinking about it and I was just like hmm well what makes them think that about me and like uh, how are my mannerisms the way I think my thoughts the way I interact with people how does that? correlate with when they say that I have an old soul and that um, I've had past lives or less that's what they think because the way I guess my personality is reflects that. And when I was thinking of a poem, I uh, that idea just randomly came to me, you know, but it came to me really fast and I was I thought, hmm, why don't I write a poem from the point of view of somebody that has lived their lives and that you know kinda wanna offer kinda wants to offer advice of some sort to people who have yet to go through life. And Mm -hmm. um I thought that would be a really cool idea. So I um press release for life was the first thing I thought of. And um I just I just you know um I went with it. And um I actually thought it was gonna be a short poem, but it, it went longer than I than I wanted to and it was for the better. Nice. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I see, I see. Yes. You do have a certain degree of wisdom. Really? <laughs> you think yeah. so? Yeah, <laughs> I mean like I can tell from the piece. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. What do you what do you what do you mean though? Okay. Well, because that piece in itself mm-hmm. is essentially advice to people who are living through life. Right. And I'd say it was good advice. So well, thank you. I'd say that, you know, whatever you've been through in the past right. and whatever it's made you now, you've <laughs> You've acquired a certain degree of wisdom because that, right. because I can see it through the poem,
0: right, right,
1: and that just goes to show once again mm-hmm. how you can see things about a person's personality.
0: Yes, through what they write. Yes, I agree. And, I agree. <laughs> and also,
1: <laughs> people tend to call you an old soul, huh?
0: Yeah, sometimes you think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's just it's and it, it, it's mostly random when it happens too. You know, it's. I never really, I didn't, not to say I I understood it, honestly, because I'm just a kid, but I wanted to reflect that in a piece, and this is what I came up with. (laughs) I see, I see. (laughs) Well, you aren't the only one who brought a piece.
1: Oh! Of course. Of course.
0: Rich, yes. I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: Now, this Mm. is somewhat of a sad poem. Oh, Somewhat. I don't want to get sad. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you don't want to get sad. Okay. Okay. Actually, <laughs> in that case, I have an even more positive one. I'll save that for another show. Actually. You, no, you don't read I'll it. No, no now you have show. to read it. <laughs> no, because I was I was debating between right between two of these pieces, mm-hmm. and I actually do want to read this other one more. This okay. This was in my notebook. Okay. As the, the, the other one mm-hmm. was on the notepad of my phone. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. So. Gotcha. This this is untitled. Mm-hmm. I, I have yet to, to find a title for it. But this, it, like it was just thing. sort of like a like a stream of a stream of consciousness kind of thing. Right. Like I just tried to flow. Right. Alright. Rivers flow between my eyelids. My mind stays afloat, never drifting, never sinking. I sometimes want wings. Wings to flap when I stretch my spine. Freedom would only be a reflex away, and peace would be the cloud I fly through, finding a future I never knew. Hmm. Let this smile ripple, extend into hours, months, days, years. Throw away my sadness in an iron maiden. Sinking miles beneath Mount Fiji, I am who I will be. Not what foggy lenses choose to reveal to me, I want to drink the glass half full, a concoction of optimism, and the truth serum about my identity.
0: Rich, rich, rich. <laughs> 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 Always coming through with the feels. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so- The I truth can help serum the of my identity. Wow. Yep. That, wow. Wow. <laughs> See, that's what I like. That's what I like. I I love that. I love that descriptiveness. I love it. I try my best. What inspired you to write that? Um, Well, recently, I feel like I
1: wanted a poem that had some more abstract imagery. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of just wanted to be in that realm of my imagination completely. Right. Because recently, I've been writing poems that have have to do with a specific subject. Right. They have to relate to a topic. Yeah. And thus, I come up with things that relate to that. Mm-hmm. But it's like I just wanted to completely just zone out.
0: Just, just zone out. Into just, just fantasy. I see. I see.
1: And, you know, that's why it was all, all the imagery of
0: the wings mm-hmm. flying through clouds of peace. I loved when you said um, that, re- that freedom would only be a reflex away. I loved that. I love that line. <laughs> Thanks. Really, really, really impressive. I love that line. Thank you. Oh I mean, man.
1: This is this is the kind of imagery thing I'm talking about. And and it is very effective. Yeah. It's very effective. It leaves levels.
0: And I feel like people like you know, they want to do, you know, what what you were saying, like they want to spread their wings and fly. They want to have wings to fly in the first place because it would be awesome, you know. They want to feel they want to feel free. They want to, you know, they want to fly through the sky. They want to they want to just feel the essence of true freedom, you know? Exactly. And exactly. that means a lot. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, one of the reasons I think this is effective also mm-hmm. is because it sort of leaves an imprint yeah. in your mind. Like whenever you hear it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like just like it, it's sort of similar to how you will hear a song lyric. Right. Exactly. And like later in the day, maybe even the next day, it'll just pop into your head.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the magic right there. That is the magic. Indeed. That's the magic of, of words and lyrics. That's what they do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's why they're so powerful.
1: <laughs> this is probably one of the most as, as I've said before, one of the most known characteristics of poetry. Right. But it's not the only one that should be recognized. Because remember, yeah. poems, just like yours, for example, mm-hmm. poems can can sort of tell a story. They can sort of give advice.
0: <laughs> right. Right. They can
1: they can speak to you, not just show you, you know, yeah. Pretty images and things like that. Yeah. But actually, tell you something
0: yeah which is one of the reasons why I love poetry so much I love poetry man it's I I really oh my gosh uh, you're absolutely right though you're absolutely right and that was exactly what I was trying to convey with my poem is to offer advice that didn't you know that that, ev- that everybody could follow you know mm-hmm. and I felt like um, that, that, that last line was very important because it's it's true for a lot of people I see I see
1: <laughs> no it is it is Advice is the kind of thing that, you know, branches through all cultural barriers. Oh, yes. Everybody wants advice. Everybody. Everybody. Hmm. Which actually gave me a good idea just now. Mm -hmm. What if I tried to put some of my
0: poetry in a different language? Oh, yo. talking that fire right now. (laughs) talking that fire right now. I I would like that. That would be cool. What do you think about that? That sounds very difficult, actually. It does, but it would be really cool, wouldn't it? I mean, I can imagine that as a goal, just to, I could just to tr- transcend that. Hmm. I could try to write
1: a poem in French. It would be difficult. It would take right, me right, right. a while. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness. It's, it's not going to be easy, but it would be. It would be really cool, you know. Hmm. Hmm. And it would just be another way to connect to people as well.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, a, a friend of mine, uh, mm-hmm. Garrett. Yeah. Which is, who was my previous co-host? Right. He gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me, you know, since I can actually speak another language, maybe mm-hmm. I should have like certain specific lines of a poem. Yes. In that other language. Oh, I like that too. That's a great idea. And I'm wondering cuz that would have cuz that could have really great
0: impact if you was. Yeah, out. yeah, if you, absolutely, absolutely. But that still, can be very influential.
1: But still just like I said before, it sounds difficult.
0: Yeah, it, it, it yeah. But I mean, but then again, that comes with that comes with it, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like but the payoff would be great. Yeah, be great.
1: It would be. It would be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which reminds me, do you speak any other languages, Julian?
0: <laughs> oh No, I, I'm not 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 fluently. I took Spanish and I took French and I actually um, I was learning Japanese for two months.
1: Whoa, really? But yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, uh, I can't say I remember much because it was a couple of years ago. Oh. Yeah, and then I was occupied with other stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you?
1: Um, I speak Haitian Creole. Nice. And French, which is, they're pretty much in the same boat. Like Right, right. Haitian Creole is a derivative of French, kind of. Yes. Like, it's almost like, it's the language of the people from Haiti. Yeah. So, and what it is, it's from what I've heard, It is a mix between African and French. Yeah. Which sounds like a great combination, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it does, it does. And and you know what it is, man? It's a beautiful language. Every language is beautiful. Right. Honestly, every language has its ways.
0: I agree. To be beautiful. Um, I want to learn
1: Japanese at some point.
0: Yeah. I was was actually, like, speaking in sentences. It was pretty cool. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I wish I could have been as intent on learning, but, uh. Like I said, things got in the way, and it, it was a little, it got more difficult to pursue that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Can you can you remember any lines to perhaps
1: show our listeners? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I wish I could say yes, but not this time. No. I might have to wait like your other poem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You
1: know, you know. Maybe I get to the point <laughs> where where you can translate your entire poem.
0: Oh my god! To Japanese. <laughs> alright. international press release It's <laughs> a <laughs> national press release for life <laughs> that'll be the new title
1: <laughs> now that is a goal to strive for
0: <laughs> I would love I would, that would be that would be awesome awesome endeavors I would love to do that
1: actually I'm pretty sure LIU has a course on Japanese
0: I, I think they do I was actually gonna I was gonna take it as well I still might take it. <laughs> maybe you can take it as an elective. Yeah. And then maybe I could get the job done faster than I thought. Exactly. Faster than expected. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe by next year. Oh, yes. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what the future will hold? <laughs> Who
1: knows? Who knows?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but until then, oh, wait, look at the time. Oh, man. Mm. Unfortunately. Alrighty, man. <laughs> I know. I know. We are, we are nearing the end of the show. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. We are nearing the end of the show. We're, we should start going into our
0: closing comments. Yes. Uh, Julian, you have anything you want to say to the listeners? Um, thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of The Ports Corner. I'm Julian Wilson with your host, Rich Renalik. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Indeed we will. now for the music.